It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app, coming to you from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. Big TVs, comfy chairs, and all kinds of sports to gamble on. Come on down, hang out. We'll be here till 3.30 today, leading you up to Phillies baseball later on WIP. Elliot Shore Parks in the house. What up, buddy? What up, buddy? How you doing? I'm good. I'm back. I'm back. Week off. You know, I've been checked out a little bit. I'm checking back in. You left. And a quarterback controversy began. But the best type of quarterback controversy, the backup quarterback. There's nothing better than that, yeah, right? You know, yeah. we're already obsessed with backups as it is. And it's nice to uh, – let's be – like, uh, breathe a sigh of relief that Jalen Hurts is here. That's yes. damn sure. And we don't yeah. have a, uh, an issue with that, you know? Well, it does speak to uh, just the confidence in Jalen that everybody has right now, that the main concern is, is the backup quarterback. I mean, how many years did we go? Like, between this training camp, because last year, Jalen was a big topic of discussion. You know, will he take the leap? Won't he? They wanted to trade, all those things. Obviously, uh, the first, you know, there was the Carson where he started to fall off. Prior to this camp, when was the last time the Eagles had a training camp where there was no question about the quarterback? Like, Would it be like 04 McNabb? Yeah, I mean, McNabb? like, well, you could say, like, uh, uh, Foles in 14 coming off 13 when he did the Nick yeah, after Nick Foles yeah, quarterback for the next thousand years. But then he traded him the, like, you know, the year after Right. I think with then, Foles, too, was a little bit of need to see it again. And well, there's some of that with Hurts, but not as much. Here's what you can definitely say. You can say since McNabb, like, we have not had two, three, you know, multiple years in a row yeah. of not worrying about the quarterback. Because even with Carson Wentz, you figure 16, he's a rookie, so, you know, everyone's And we have Bradford whatever. here. He gets hurt. Yeah. Bradford gets traded. 17, he's coming off an okay rookie year, but who knows? He's amazing. 18, he's, and then it's he's Foles, torn his ACL. Him right, exactly. Foles so, him, Foles him. So yeah. it's been a long time since there was peace and harmony at the top of the quarterback depth chart. So naturally, <laughs> naturally, there is some, some questions, let's say, about, about the backup spot. Well, let's get into it. And oh, there's a lot to get into, obviously. Uh, reaction to the preseason game from a couple nights ago. What Elliott has seen, they practiced again this Practice morning, this more morning, yep. this morning. We've got all kinds of more information about uh, training camp battles, about, you know, who's going to kind of get the opportunities in certain spots. On. So any questions? And I do think we're getting a lot of clarity on that. I agree, yeah. yeah. So any questions you have, we'll dive into the positions throughout the day. If you have questions about the running backs, about the safeties, about whatever, dive in. But, but <laughs> I think what, as you alluded to, we kind of have to start with it. Yeah. I did not ex- – so, you know, uh, full disclosure, I, I've been off this whole week, right? Yep. And, I you know, it was nice. I checked out. I went up mm-hmm. to New York and saw my brother and my best friend since the first grade. We took Zoe to a water park for a, a, a a night and a day. She's been Would asking you? to go to a water park for like three years. We finally took her to a water park. Never so, mind. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, at the point is I've been totally checked yeah, out. Yeah. The last thing I expected to come in today, my first day back to talk, I was like, well, a, yeah. let's debate the backup so, quarterback. All right. So here, first of all, what you missed is everybody is very worried because Marcus Mariota had a really bad showing in the preseason game. And I've seen it since. And he was He was hard. very bad. He was hard. And Tanner McKee came in and played really well. 
So I'm curious from the callers today perspective on that, but also like here's where I would come out to kind of start this whole conversation. This is not something I think I say very often, but I would probably encourage people to take a bit of a a bit of a deep breath. Wow. Just a bit of a deep breath. Not not like exhale, it's all good. But while I think Mariota and I, I have the advantage of seeing him in camp. So I like his struggles to me are not really anything new. Like, I mean, you've talked about it basically since the first practice right, of training. Right. Camp. So I understand concern about it, but I think where maybe where it's gone a little too far is like, I don't know if it's time to move on from him yet. I'm not saying if they did it, I wouldn't understand it, but my, well here. So my concern with Marcus Mariota off the top and what I think is he has shown in the games is that he cannot consistently throw an accurate ball. Like, let's take practice today. Practice today, first pass of the day for him. Drops back, throws probably a 40-yard touchdown pass to Devin Allen. Now, he was wide open for what it's worth, but he hit him in target, hit him in stride, like, great throw. Later in practice, he throws probably his fourth interception of camp. That was like, (laughs) what are you looking at? Like, what does he see? It goes right to James Bradbury. So my concern with Mariota is not the ceiling. My concern with him is the floor. I think that with Mariota, you are going to get really, really bad throws with him in there. I think you will also get great plays. He'll escape pressure. He'll run run for for a first down. I think he has the arm that is capable of making all the throws. He's just inconsistent with it. And I think that's what you saw on Thursday night. What you saw on Thursday night was he was very bad for sure. But he misses throws that a, a player of his stature, I should say, is like eighth or ninth uh, year in the league. And someone that, frankly, is making good money for a backup quarterback, $5 million, should be making consistently. So that's my overall concern with Mariota. Where I would maybe tell people to take a bit of a deep breath is, I think that if he were to go in this year, it would be a much different situation with him. A, he'd be playing with better players. So that's number one. You know, your accuracy looks better when you have A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard. Like, that helps your completion percentage. But also, I think this coaching staff, granted, no more Shane Steichen, but the, you know, Nick Sirianni-led coaching staff is very good at building game plans for different quarterbacks. That Obviously, we saw how they adjusted the offense that they had ran their whole career, or uh, Sirianni, I should say, to Jalen. And Jalen's part of that. He has input on it. But they, they built an offense that has helped make Jalen very successful. Gardner Minshew comes in, and granted, the turnovers against Dallas were bad. But two of the three games he played, they put up big numbers, big yards, like the offense was moving. So I think if Mariota were to go in, he would look like a different quarterback. That being said, we we obviously have all the real ones on the board already. If you're concerned, I understand it. Like, he's played poorly. I just think the situation is going to be very different if he goes into a regular season game. So I, I think that is totally fair, and I agree with that general premise. I, you know, like just on a basic level, playing with AJ Brown and Devontae Smith as opposed to, you know, whoever. Yeah, and, and the game plan. Yeah, and the game now, plan. Now, granted, the defense is game planning now, too. Then, so, so, that's so at, look, and I, when they signed Mariota, I, I was happy about it because of what we were just talking about with the the Minshew thing, where. You know, I like the idea of getting a backup who can move around a bit where you don't have to completely change what you do on offense for right. it to work effectively. Like, I thought that was a smart way to go about things. But when I think about what I want out of a backup quarterback on the most basic levels, because, look, you know, and, and the Nick Foles of it all uh, makes it kind of hard to— Oh, well, we'll be talking about it. Well, that. we will. Yeah. But, but the idea that we saw Nick Foles go in and win a Super Bowl makes it hard to, to say what I'm about to say. But we know that if Jalen's out for an extended period of time— Yeah, it gets way, way tougher. It's, it's probably not going to happen. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah probably not. Are, you yeah. Know? But, like, but we know that, that the importance of a backup quarterback being able to come in for a few games or a game here and there, which is absolutely a possibility and has been in Jalen's career so yeah. far, that— the most important thing they can come do is just come in and execute. Come in and make the plays and not make mistakes and not miss opportunities because, you know, you have to come in and just kind of get the team through a few games there. Yeah. And I thought Mariota would be fine for that. I did, but now I'm starting to be well, concerned that I don't know that he can even do that, in which case, like, that could cost you the one seed. That could cost you a chance at a playoff game or whatever, you know? I think what I've learned from this Mariota experience, and we'll have this conversation, frankly, maybe almost every year when it comes to Jalen. Like, who's the new backup, right? Because I think the Eagles are a destination for backup quarterbacks. You're probably going to play a game. You're going to play with great players on a great team. 
that's probably not changing anytime soon. So I do think you will see quarterbacks come here trying to revive their career, and you, you probably won't have the same quarterback many years in a row. Now we'll talk about Tanner McKee in a second mm-hmm. in that regard. But what I think I've learned from Mariota so far in camp and from just the whole decision to sign him is I actually don't think I care anymore if the backup quarterback can run. I, I think, like, I get the logic of it, and I as well, when they signed him, was if I remember correctly, was in the camp of, well, he can he can move, so you're running the same offense. And with Minshew, I thought there was a bit of an issue just because you have to change things up on well, the we fly. We saw it happen. That, that Saints yeah. game in particular, like, it just, the offense did not fit but, Minshew in that moment. But I think what I've also learned from this, and it's probably something I knew before but just never fully comprehended, there just are not many Jalen Hurst, Hurts walking this earth. Nothing, yeah. You know, few. so, like, there's yeah. a reason he got $255 million. Like, he is he has a unique skill set in his ability to be an extreme threat running the ball while also being an extreme threat throwing the ball. So, for me now, what I want in a backup quarterback, if I'm the Eagles, you have to deliver an accurate, consistent ball. Like, you have to. That, that has to be number one. And that's where my concern is with Mariota is he's not consistently accurate. And he was not good in Atlanta last year. So now we get to Tanner McKee. I actually think Tanner McKee's play to me is a bigger positive than Mariota's is a negative. Because I do think if Mariota plays, he'll probably be better than he looks. I have been blown away by Tanner McKee. When they originally drafted him, and we did the pod, like I liked the move. I thought it made sense. High Again, pedigree guy who had, had a frankly, down year, yeah. all that stuff. And he's someone that's not very mobile. And you know the, the talk was, well, this doesn't make sense because he can't run the same offense Jalen can. But I think what we're overlooking is at the core of the Eagles offense, like they're, they're a running team, I think, at, at their heart. But from a passing attack, like that's why they took that step forward last year. It was because Jalen became a better passer. What I'm seeing from Tanner McKee, like if there were, let's pretend there's no Jalen. Jalen's just not on the roster. The Eagles' only two quarterbacks are Mariota and Tanner McKee. I see starter potential in Tanner McKee to the point where, again, after watching Jalen, I really value the ability to run, so I would probably prefer a quarterback that can do that as well. But as a passer, and I think just as a person from the times I've been around him and he's talked, and he, he's like talked, he's very impressive. Like, I think with rookies when they first come in, I understand being a rookie or in the NFL, there's going to be some nervousness. I don't think it's a negative if you're nervous as a rookie. But I think it's an extreme positive if you come in and right away you're like a dynamic person. Especially at that position, we've talked. Especially I mean, at that you position. know how I feel about right. That. Like Nolan yeah. Smith, like I believe in him as a player on the field, but also when he talks and when you speak to him, you come across as like this is somebody that is going to be successful. Tanner McKee to me has those same qualities. I think the way he controls a press conference, the things he says, the way he answers questions, the key words he uses when he talks about a play, like things he's seeing, explaining why he made decisions. He comes across to me as someone that is wise beyond his years as a football mind. Like, I think he has a good grasp of what he's seeing. And Brian Johnson said that this morning when he talked. He said, Brian, uh, he said, you know, Tanner has really good eyes. Like, he knows what he's looking at, and that makes it easier after the snap to throw accurate passes. So, I think Tanner McKee has starter potential in him. Obviously, here, that is not going to happen. Jalen is going to be the quarterback, you know barring complete catastrophe for the next three years. Like, the the starter position is not up for grabs here. But I think they really found something in Tanner McKee. My concern with McKee, and you can tell me if you think I'm off here, is are are the Eagles really going to put him in, like, against San Francisco in December? Like, against Buffalo, against Dallas on the road, at the presumably at home in the playoffs, but who knows, on the road in the playoffs, in the Super Bowl. Like, the, the Nick Foles thing get, in 2017 gets talked about a ton. But they were one snap away in the Super Bowl from Nate Sudfeld going into that game. So my only concern with Tanner, and it's not, uh, it's not anything against him as a quarterback, it's I just don't love the idea of the Eagles, a team that's supposed to win the Super Bowl, like at least supposed to get there and has Super Bowl aspirations, of having a quarterback that has no experience whatsoever. So while I'm not super, super worried about Mariota, I understand the concern. For me, the answer is not Tanner McKee. Like, the optimism of McKee about McKee has nothing to do with what I would do with Mariota. I view this quarterback position as Jalen is the starter, McKee is the number three, and you have to decide with number two. I, as much as as high as I am on him, I just don't feel comfortable making him the backup unless there's another quarterback on the roster that has 
like legit veteran experience. Yeah, you're trying to win the Super Bowl this year, and that, that's yeah. what it comes down to. It's all about expectations, and, and I agree with that last point about McKee, and I've been very impressed with him as well. And to your point, look, I think this is a smart thing for the Eagles to do. Take a quarterback late, develop him, give him some opportunities for people to see how good he can be, yeah. and then trade him for something, you know, a high pick if you can, whatever the highest pick you can get for the guy. Like, that's a smart football strategy as an organization to try and do that, and, and hopefully McKee can turn into that. And even down the road, the next couple of years, turn into the, the, the go-to backup. I also agree with uh, kind of turning on the initial premise in that I agree with you that I have, after watching Mariota, I'm less. Yes. I less need someone to be Jalen because it's impossible to be Jalen and all the decisions he has to make and all the things he has to do. Like, I, again, I go back to what I said at the beginning of the show. I just want someone who's going to come in and execute. I want someone who's going to come in and say, all right, that's the person I'm supposed to throw the football to. Yeah. I'm going to throw it to that and guy, and it's going to be, and it's gonna be there. And, so like, and not make big mistakes and let the talent on the football team carry you for a couple games and not lose. I need a quarterback who's not going to lose games. Exactly. And that's my worry with Mariota. And Tanner McKee is a rookie, so who knows if he came into a big-time game, he could for sure make like reckless decisions. Like There's no question about it. But to me, Mariota seems more likely to sail a pass that gets intercepted. So that, that, that's a concern. But the other thing when we talk about the three quarterbacks on the roster, I think, and I'm guilty of this too, like we focus so much on get a backup quarterback that can do what Hurts does as a runner. But I think if you compare the three, like Mariota can run the way Hurts can. And obviously Tanner McKee is not as developed as a passer or a football mind as Jalen is. But I think like Tanner has more similar qualities to Jalen in the way of like football smarts like just frankly let's be honest like Mariota is reckless with the ball he was last year in Atlanta there was a clip I saw this week that it looked like Carson Wentz where he's like going down and as he's going down he like flips it over his shoulder like no look pass I don't think you would well I know you would never see Hurts do that and and McKee does not seem like somebody that would do that so very high on McKee the question is just do you stick with Mariota and if you don't like who's the replacement all right Along those lines, 215-592-9494. We're coming to the phones in a minute on this back and quarterback thing. And, again, anything you want to ask Elliot about being down at practice, any position battle, clarification, we've gotten all that stuff. But last thing before we go to the phones, because you just mentioned if it's not Mariota, then who? Obviously, in this city, we all know who. We know the answer. We know yeah. at least who's going to be talked about, who's going to be said. You just mentioned his name. I mentioned his name a little bit ago. Nick Foles. Yeah. You know, would you? So the tough thing with Foles is – I just don't know if he's good anymore. That is a major problem. But any quarterback you're acquiring right now as a free agent, there's those same questions. Anyone that is still on the street right now, that, like not willingly. Like obviously Tom Brady has retired. Yeah. And, and Tom Brady's not going to be a backup a real, yeah. anywhere. So yeah, yeah. I mean exactly. like maybe is there a 5% chance that he's like, got, I'll just sit on the bench. Yes, if, if Hurts was got, out for the Hertz year. If Hurts got hurt for the year, maybe Brady would come in to play with this offense. That yeah. could happen. Yep. But like, come on. There's no way Brady's coming in unless Hurts is already out for this right. season. Right. And like there's a Matt Ryan, you know, like so there are other options. But but Foles. My opinion on bringing back Foles is this. I think the, the overarching premise we should start with is I do not believe it would be a distraction. I think if Foles came here, it would not be like where they had to get him out of the locker room because of Carson. Nope. And I, Zero percent. I, and honestly, I think even during Jalen's rookie year, you could make an argument it might have been unfair to bring Foles. I agree. In, but right? now Jalen, no one is calling for Jalen's job, no yes. matter what. And yes, exactly. Like, I, I don't envision a world where, I mean, and although honestly, if it gets to the point where we're talking about benching Jalen, I don't think it'll have anything to do with Foles. That'll be a separate discussion. Yeah. And, again, and I don't think it's going to yeah, get to yeah, that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So here's why I think the benefit of Foles comes in with him not being a distraction. A, we know he just plays better in Philadelphia. Like, it is what it is. Like, you can dispute it. The, the numbers back it up. When he is in Philadelphia, he plays better. Foles also has the key quality I'm looking for in a backup. A, he delivers a smart, accurate ball. Like, he's done that throughout his career. But also, is there anybody better, frankly, like, I don't like, I don't say in the world, but, like, there's very few humans on this earth that are more qualified than Foles is to step in in the middle of a big game and not be shaken by them. Yeah. There just aren't. Like, short of, you know, the starters. And to be play, in this city. And to be, be in, in this in city role. and handle. Like, he is, ex is supremely qualified for this exact role. So there's that where I think that, again, Buffalo, December, San Francisco at home, at Dallas. Like, th that's what you need to think of. In those moments, who are you putting in? Foles is qualified to do that. And so I think he checks enough boxes where you come in, you work him out, you see how he is physically. But I, uh, I am a yes on Foles, assuming they think he can still play at an adequate level. I think he is extremely qualified for this exact role. I would, too. Again, like with, with how bad Mariota's been, and again, you could make the argument, all right, 
Mariota's running ability alone may make him more valuable because he just makes a few plays here and there and, right. and you get by, and, and you've got such good players around him that you, know, you can't miss A.J. Brown every time, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Right. But, but I'm with you, man. If, if we're talking about, you know, there's a team that's trying to win the Super Bowl, I would feel safer for a game or two with Nick Foles coming in. I would certainly feel safer in a playoff game if Hurts goes down with Foles coming in. I also think, like, there would be a belief. Yeah. You know, like if Marriott goes team, in, I think there would the, be a concern. Yeah, I agree. If Nick was there, I do think there's a bit of just an emotional safety blanket yeah. of like, we have seen this guy do it. Like and, our season there, is not over. There are still players on the team who won the Super yeah, Bowl Kelsey, with him. Lane, Kelsey be like, I yeah. won the Super Bowl with this guy. You yeah. know, so there is all that. All right, 215-592-9494. A lot to get into. Dive in on all of it. And again, any questions you have for Elliot about practice, about training camp battles, about who's going to win a position. Lay them on, and we're ready for it all. 215-592-9494. Let's start out where we do every single Saturday at this time. Go to Edmonton and talk to our guy, Tommy Yota. Yo, fellas. How are we doing today? Well, Tom, the real question, the more important question is, how are you doing, man? How are you feeling? Feeling good? I'm feeling okay. I'm walking and breathing. I mean, yeah. I, you know, got a cane, talk, a little bit of a limp, but... You know, I, I will say I've always wanted to use it. I think canes look really cool. Like, yeah. I, I've been using it, especially, Tom. I've seen you. I think you could uniquely look very cool with a cane. Well, you, the only way you can look good with a cane is if you don't actually require the cane. <laughs> That's a, probably a key part. Well, I'm glad to hear your voice. Glad to hear you're feeling good, man. Well, thank you, sir. And James, you're back this week, right? I am back, yes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I'll tell you, um, in an outrageous turn of events yesterday, the hammer did not pick up my call, left me out in the ether. Wow, it's outrageous. <laughs> yeah. Things fall apart. Now, I'm just well, messing. Well, I, I already packed it and busted the stones on it. Yeah. Well, uh, good. You yeah, should bust yeah, so in the one call he did pick up, I did make a proclamation that I'd no longer discuss a certain uh, franchise in this city until certain pieces of it are removed. <laughs> and if you're wondering which one it is, it's the well, one I'm that not, Elliot I'm not wondering. So I know ridiculously exactly says they're a well-run organization. Well, we don't have to get into that today, Tom. Nah. Is Later it, time. It's a Sixers free zone today from one to three. <laughs> so Mariota sucks, okay? There it is. He sucks. <laughs> and there it is. And, well, well, this is the deadly combination because he also gave up on his team last year. Yeah. And those two things. We didn't hmm. didn't make a big enough deal about that, I think, in hindsight, you know, kind of looking at how he's fit in so far. I mean, he did leave his team. I'm also curious, Tom, Tom, have you watched the quarterback documentary? No. No. All right, because I've had a bunch of people tweet me and say he did – he, like it didn't come off like he loved football in that documentary. So I'd just be curious if if anyone call, listening watched it. Just curious about that, especially with the walking away from the team last year. Well, here's what I know. Uh, McKee, I don't know if he's the backup. Like I like what I see. I know it's early. Uh, it looks like a stud to me. Agreed. And the two of them, McKee and Mariota, they're basically facing the same competition, and McKee's looking way yeah. better. 100%. So I don't, you know, Mar- Mariota isn't the, the dude. I don't know if McKee is, but somebody has to be. Because answer this: if you put both these quarterbacks behind our ones, who wins the game? Who loses the game? All I know is it's pretty close. Yeah, I mean, on talent, I think McKee. And look, like you look at Brock Purdy last year. There are examples of guys that come in in big spots and play well. Tom Brady, obviously, right? Way back in the day. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I think with Mariota. You at least know he he's not going to be shaken by the moment. I don't think Tanner would be, but there is that concern. But yeah, look, if I'm the GM or the head coach, and you're saying to me you can have McKee as your quarterback or Mariota as your quarterback, I would take McKee. Okay, so I'll leave you guys with this. Um, I, my train of thought is, first off, if Jalen goes down for more than three consecutive games this year, I think they're they're done anyway. Yeah, uh, they have to have a pretty I, big cushion. Yeah, I think exactly. I think it depends on what their record is at that time and, and right. all that. But, yeah, I, I, like the point is they need Jalen to win. <laughs> we get Let me throw yeah. one name out there that I don't think I've heard anybody say, and I understand you'd have to talk him out of retirement, but what do you guys think of the quarterback who seems to have been on every other team but the Eagles? Would that be? Ryan Fitzpatrick? Oh, Fitz. Nah. He's retired. Probably not. I'm good on that. All right. Have right, a good one, followers. All right, My good man. to hear from you, brother. Yeah, look, uh, it, it's a. Uh, I do think that it's funny because you know we've come into camp and you know just kind of been like, ah, oh, you know, we got to figure out who the safeties are who's going to play at running yeah. back and all. There's been no real true concern. Oh, special teams, you know, the punter. We can get into that. Trust me, but <laughs> but like there hasn't been true like this this backup quarterback thing, and it's funny because it's not even someone who's who's automatically going to play. But we know how important it is in this city, and it does feel like it's the first kind of real tumultuous 
position thing we've got. I mean, it might be the most important decision they have to make between now and cut down day. 215-592-9494 to get in on it all. And again, any questions coming up next? We'll get into the running backs. Elliot, some interesting thoughts on who played, who didn't, what it all means and all that. That's coming up as well as your calls on the backup quarterback. More, it's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. It's Go Birds Radio, so you know we have to tell you about our favorite app, the Bet Park Sportsbook app, because it's the only sportsbook app that we recommend, and they cater to the real Philly sports fan with best in-class customer service. Odds, bets, slots, and games, they are all in the palm of your hand, and now is the perfect time to make those pro football future bets on the Bet Park Sportsbook app. You can bet pro football futures right now. Here are the favorites and the potential payouts if any of these teams win it all this year. A $50 wager on KC, that pays $300. But a $50 wager on Philly, that pays you $350. So you're making more money with the better bet. Bet pro football futures on individual player performances. Bet who wins league MVP, most improved player, defensive player of the year. So join me right now and download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. New customers make a winning $10 bet and get $125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. Must be a winning bet and bonus bets must be wagered once. Bet golf with Bet Parks. Bet the tournament winner, your favorite golfers, and much more. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hey rob bradford here i have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what i have known for some time baseball isn't boring now i have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Show Parks, James Seltzer with you from the beautiful Sportsbook and Parks Casino. Talking birds as we are close, Elliot. Like we, we were talking on the way out. Like this is we have after today we have like two more shows and then it's well we're doing a three, show for the season. I believe three weeks from today will be the official game one preview. And later that night, I'll be flying out to Boston. Unbelievable. Yeah. So exciting. Training camp kind of flew by. It did. Yeah. It I mean, it's the best time of the year, so it's not surprising. <laughs> the best times always go by too quick. 215-592-9494. We want to talk to as many of our people as we can today. The backup quarterback and anything else you want to know from Elliot being down there, from the preseason games, camp battles, so much to get into. Let's go back to the phones. One week from today. This guy's going to be at his oh. wedding. Let's go to our guy, Drew, in Westchester. Drew, you feeling it? One week, buddy. How we doing, folks? Let's, uh, let's go. Yeah, we powered through a bunch of planning uh, this morning. And uh, shout out to uh, Tom and Abington. We are uh, all systems go for, uh, for next week uh, leading off. 
Drew is going to lead us off next I was, week. I was going to ask, what time is your wedding next week, and so are you calling We are yet? the only people Drew is going to talk to on his wedding day, he said. He said he's, like, well, taking his, his time wife. to call. Yeah, no, I mean no, before his wedding. <laughs> yes, yes. He's like, I, I'm, I'm clearing out time. Also, for those who don't know what a wonderful person Drew from Westchester is, Drew could have, like, talked to me and been like, hey, can I be first? I got my wedding. He went to Tom from Abington wow. and said, is it cool? It was, like, that is awesome. beyond nice, Drew. You're a wonderful well, I'm person. I'm excited for the call next week, yeah, man. Me too. I, I appreciate it, guys. Let's call today, too- whatever. But no. <laughs> <laughs> right, just, all right, Drew, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Right, that's just a warm-up. Uh, you know, I didn't want to take Tom's spot without uh, without asking him, but um, I, I really appreciate it from him and uh, Elliot. We're looking at a um, we're looking at a six o'clock uh, start. So okay, um, good time. We'll, good we'll time start doing that. pictures at like four thirty. But basically, what I told I told my family, I said the only people. Who I'm, I'll see you guys the night before. The only people who I'm talking to before two that day are James Seltzer and Elliot Shore Park. Love I'm it, getting man. in my zone. Well, we're um, very excited for you. I appreciate it. I really do. All right, so I got a um, I got a question for you, Elliot, at the end. But I'll just I'll give you guys a couple um, thoughts on you know backup uh, quarterback. Um, I would absolutely bring Nick in. Um, resigned to the fact that it's probably not going to happen. But in addition to thinking that he can run the offense better than Mariota. I just feel like he'd be a good guy to have around. I feel like we talked yeah. all off season about how, like, you know, we haven't, we didn't really deal with adversity um, this year and we're expecting it to maybe hit at some point. And not that Jalen needs help there, but I just feel like for other guys, he's a good guy to have around. And just my, my big issue with Mariota, and you guys kind of touched on it, is when he's missing he's missing high, which can lead to interceptions. Like, I'm okay if you're a backup QB if you go, like, three and out, but you yep. can't put a defense in short fields. And last night, if, the other night, if he hits Calcaterra, then it's not a safety on the next play because you're, like, out of the back of the end zone. So you, just, yeah. you can't make, like, big mistakes like that, and that's my issue with him right now. So, so, Drew, real quick, I agree with you from just a personality perspective. I think Nick would be great to have in the locker room. A, and specifically the quarterback room. A, I think him and Tanner McKee, frankly, just, like, have similar games and, you know, similar, like, body types. So I think just learning from Nick for Tanner McKee would be really good. You said something about Jalen there that I agree with. I don't think Jalen needs help from a leadership perspective. But I also, uh, or just from, like, a, you know, having ne- needing uh, guidance. But I also don't think we should act like anybody, and frankly this world, is above just having someone next to him that can help out. And, like, Jalen is going into a situation that he has never been through. Coming off the Super Bowl, extreme expect, like, all those things, getting right? Getting paid. Yeah, getting paid. So while I agree, like, Jalen does not come across to me like someone that would need a Nick Foles, I think it's beneficial to have a Nick Foles. I'd rather have the guy behind Jalen having been through the Philly market, been through everything, as opposed to the guy, like, frankly, I don't know Marcus Mariota very well, but he did leave his team last year. Like, he did. So I, I think from – even it would help Jalen as well to have Nick in the locker room. For sure. And I do feel like Nick can also, as you were saying, be a good mentor uh, for McKee. I just, the same thing that I don't like about Mariota, I just really like his game that he's not putting balls in like harm's way. It seems to me. And I think I'm not saying he's ever going to be like a full-time starter, but I see him kind of being like, you know, like a spot guy at some point, like a Tyrod Taylor or like different skill set, but like a, Taylor Heineke, where like some team's going to be able to win a couple games yeah, with him at yeah, some point think, down the yeah, line. I think it's fair. What was your question for Elliot, Drew? Yeah, my question for you, Elliot, is provided he's healthy, do you see uh, Moro Ojamo making the team? Because I really like what I see out of him uh, just in games so far. Love it. Drew, we'll talk to you next week on the wedding day. Love you, buddy. All right, what do you think about Moro Ojamo? Um, so I think he's had good camp. I really liked him coming out of Texas. I thought for where they got him was a really good pick. He's, like, very good as a pass rusher from a defensive tackle spot. Undersized somewhat, not great against the run. So I like what I've seen. Now, the tough thing is, like, just a numbers game. And would he get claimed on waivers? That's the tricky question. But I think they very, very much want him in the building this year, whether it's on the practice squad or on the 53. So I would say that, you know, he is – presumably going to be healthy enough where they will make that decision. He has a concussion. I don't know the severity, but I think they definitely want to keep him. They're excited by what they've seen. From Let's go to Columbus and talk to our guy, Corey. What up, Corey? EST, James, what up? What up, Corey? How you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm calling to be the Debbie Downer. Oh, uh-uh. no, no. Hey, listen, we do not need Nick Foles, and I'm going to tell you why. Right. Everybody in this city loves Nick Foles. I love Nick Foles, what he does for us. 
But, like, is Nick Foles even good? Still? Well, that, like, that, Corey, that's the fair question. And Elliot yeah, even like, said it before. Like, I, we don't know. We really don't it, know. But I will it, say like, is we Nick Foles in Philadelphia has always been different from Nick Foles anywhere else. Correct. That that's I and that's that's the one thing. But like what makes me nervous is if we were going to bring in Nick Foles, I would want to do it now and play him next week. Because mm-hmm. I don't want like Nick Foles to not be here and then we sign him and then we have to put him in a game that's meaningful and he haven't played a snap since two years ago. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. I, if we if we were gonna make that move, I would like for the Eagles to do it like now, but it doesn't seem like that's the, you know, move that they're gonna make. But Corey, like what I would counter with is like, is Marcus Mariota good? Like, oh, I, I get your good. point about he, Nick he, Foles. He's but not good. He's yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. I, so, so what I was thinking of, uh, like with the backup quarterback, is like, I mean, we played the Browns and we played the Ravens the past two weeks. Like, I like what Kellen Mond did. I'm not saying that he could come in and be the back, but if you look at the, the QB rooms and you went to camp, Elliot, and I got a question too at the end to ask you guys mm-hmm. before I get done, but. Uh, you went to camp, like, Kellen Mond, like, they got Josh Dobbs, they have the kid DCR, that's like they're high on, like, yeah, would, would, they, would their QB room, would they be looking to move one of those guys? You know, maybe. I don't well, know how they Josh would Josh Dobbs camp. is interesting. He obviously has experience and played move. in the, that big game for the Titans last year. Um, right. So, uh, yeah, those are four guys. I mean, I would think out of those four, they would probably move on from uh, Kellen Mond. I don't. Other than the pure comedy of the fact that he would then be on the roster where Chris Sims put him ahead of Jalen two years ago. Yeah. Like, other than that, I just don't know what boxes he really checks. Like, I liked him somewhat coming out of college, but I think he would give and you that also, same problem yeah. as Tanner McKee with no experience. He's never played big games yeah. you know, or any games. But yeah. I, 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 I get your point, Corey, and I don't, I don't disagree that Nick Foles might not be good enough to, to take the role. I will say, though, in compared to Mariota, when we're talking, forgetting the talent part of it, to the point Elliot was making before, too, it's not just that Nick would be great in the locker room for Jalen or for younger guys. It's that if they have to go to Nick, Nick's personality, Nick's the way he goes about things can make people believe in him. Like he yeah. can be that leader that they'd need if Jalen went down, which I don't know that Mariota can do that, you know? I don't think Mario. I agree. I don't think he can. I but agree. This, so this, this is a question, and this uh, I kind of I messaged Elliot, but I don't think he, he, he read it. Yet. Yeah, so we got. This, so looking at the Eagles' pass rush, you 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 have like you know yeah obviously you have Fletcher Cox, and when he did the uh, the interview with Mark Sarri, Fletcher Cox said he's like I plan on still to play my you know forty forty five snaps a game. He made it seem like he he didn't want to take a step back. He still wanted right. to be in the same role. But if you look at like how we got Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox, Jalen Carter. All these guys, you know, BG, Nolan Smith, all, all these, this D-line, a lot of depth there. You look at a guy like Milton Williams. Milton Williams, what he does best is, like, rest the passer. Like, he's not a run stopper. Like, he's kind of like a tweener type. And this is going into, like, his last year of his contract. Like, would you see that possibly as a guy that the Eagles might try to, like, move? Because, I mean, I know they like the depth of the D-line, but, like, if you if you think about the past present situations, most of the time on the field, you're gonna have a sign. No, have this sweat, is, yeah, no, Corey. Really, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The point is, you, you got to get guys on the field if you're gonna have them here. It's an interesting question, Corey. Great call. Keep them coming. We'll get Elliot's answer. Elliot, your thoughts on, um, on Milton Williams? I don't, I don't for think trading a guy, yeah. something like that. I think Corey's logic is is really smart. Like, I think it's it's a good observation by him. Um, I don't think they would trade him just because I do think they value the depth a ton. Obviously, Fletcher only on a one-year deal. Frankly, you still don't really know what Jordan Davis is. Like, he's had a good start to the to training camp. I think he's cooled off a little bit over the past probably week and a half. Um, so, no, I don't think they would trade Milton Williams. As to Fletcher Cox and the snap counts, like, yeah, I mean, Fletcher was going to sign with the Jets. So, my, in my opinion, he is now a Philadelphia Eagle because they really wanted him, and he really wanted to be here. And I would imagine there was talks of, like, how much am I going to play if I come back? So I think Fletcher Cox is still very good. I mean, he's probably still their best defensive tackle right now. Obviously, Jalen Carter clearly has the potential to, to be better this year. But he's better than Jordan Davis. He's better than Milton Williams. Um, I mean, Marlon Tuopolotu is a nice player. But, yeah, I, I still think Fletcher's going to get a ton of snaps. I don't think they're going to take him off the field just to get Milton Williams. Yeah, I agree. And I also don't think that they're looking to move guys in, a, in that spot. Yeah. Like, we know how much they value depth along the lines. 215-592-9494. We'll continue to take your calls. We want to talk to as many real ones as we can today. Uh, coming up next, we'll continue. We forgot to get into the running back thing. My bad. We'll get to that coming up next as well as your calls. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right so back. Let, us, let me tell you about our other friends, our friends at Window Nation. Feeling the heat? High temperatures aren't the only thing getting you hot under the collar. Wait until you see your energy bills. The solution? 
we recommend our friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. Your home stays comfortable and cool. Your AC will avoid any premature breakdown, and you will save on those high-energy bills, not to mention the incredible savings Window Nation is offering right now. Get 50% off any style window. That's right, 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus, put zero down and make zero payments with zero interest for 24 months. And this week only, receive an additional 10% off. So maintain your chill, lower your bill, and fill your home with new Window Nation windows. Get 50% off any style window and pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90-NATION this week and get an additional 10% off your order. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Go Bird sent you. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino at Valley Church Parks. James Seltzer with you from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino, talking training camp, talking preseason, talking backup quarterback. Has Always. any city ever? Been, I mean, no, right? Been influenced more well, by backup quarterbacks than I was going to say. It makes sense when you think about how often they're a huge part of the story with this. That's what I mean. And again, even like, back to like you know. Coy Detmer, A.J. Feely, uh, yeah, Mark Sanchez totally. comes in, yep. Nick Foles, Michael Vick. Um, to camera, no, did, I can't remember starters, what it was, but... but it was something insane where it was like he went through and it was something like 25 of the last like 29 years a backup quarterback yep. played it for the Eagles type of thing. It's like it is, well, you know, it's important. It I is. wonder that it would not surprise me if that was pretty common around the league. I think the difference is the Eagles just always seem to have good backups yeah, for the most part. Like, a lot more like success there's been, you know, Vince Young. Um, was it Jim McMahon that came mm-hmm, in? Like sure. there's been bad backups. We just don't remember them. But I think the Eagles have been very, I don't want to say lucky because they put emphasis on it, but we remember them all because the memories are good. Like, they come in and it saves the season. So hopefully you don't have to see that this year. But if they do, I wonder which side of the ledger Marcus Mariota will find himself Let's go in. back to the phones, get to as many calls as we can today. Let's go to Harrisburg and talk to Charlie. What up, pal? Hey, guys. How's it going? What up, Charlie? How hey, you doing? Two, uh, two things. Uh, one point, and then uh, actually a question for, for Elliot. Uh, I just think if, if uh, the Eagles really do want to eventually turn McKee into something, you'd be way better off putting him in a situation where he's got Nick Foles in the quarterback room with him and yeah. not Mariota. And I think that's going to actually increase his value to somebody because you're going to say, I mean, he looks kind of like Nick Foles. He kind of has that same, you know, some of his physical attributes. And if you want to, and, and I, I view him as in the future, we're going to need something like a cornerback or. Uh, some type of position player, and you can flip him to a, a quarterback-hungry team that's going to need someone like that. And it's only going to increase his value to have a backup around him that's kind of similar to him. Well, and, Charlie, and I, yeah. Charlie, really quick to, to that point. While I have concern and I would be worried about putting him in in a big spot this year, the flip side of that is if you do put him in in a big spot and let's say he beats Buffalo in San Francisco or he wins you a playoff game and then Hurts comes in next next week, like now you're talking about someone on a rookie deal, six round pick. Oh, then you could like trade for a first. Then round you're pick talking about yeah, like a second first round pick or second or with yeah. conditions. Like so, there is to your point, like the trading part, the of this, upside of it, the upside yeah. of taking that risk is very high. Yeah, that's why I would just get rid of Mariota, move on with Foles. I mean, I, I just I don't see it working out for for either side. I, I think it was more a troll job by Howie anyway. So just to bring uh, Mariota in, he's no good. Yeah. Exactly. And, hey, my, my question, Elliot, for you is, um, you know, throughout training camp, have you noticed uh, Bradbury and Slay starting to show their age a little bit? Or do you feel confident these guys are going to be decent all season or that, that mm-hmm. kind of downward trend is, is growing a little bit? Hey, Charlie, great call, man. Call us on the weekends more often. Yeah. We'll do. All right, brother. Um, well, it's ironic because both Slay and Bradbury had an interception in practice today. So <laughs> <laughs> the timing of the question is good, but it, it's a fair question. Absolutely. I mean, they I believe they're the oldest starting duo in the NFL Are right they now. Really? Wow. At least probably the oldest good one. I mean, you know, like I, I'm sure there <laughs> might be some team with trash corners that are both old. 
But, uh, no, I think they both look good in camp so far. Bradbury, I think, has specifically had a, had a really good camp. Um, Slade just doesn't get targeted a ton, even in practice, so it's hard for him to, like, really kind of stand out. Uh, what's interesting is Bradbury today and over the last few days has started to take some reps at slot corner, what? which is really? interesting. And I think it makes sense. So, you know, I don't know if you've heard. It's the game being talked about around the world. Apparently the Giants had a good preseason game last night. I know. I People are very excited. There's a lot of excitement coming out of New York for Daniel Jones going eight for nine on the opening drive. Couldn't even go, couldn't even go perfect like Sam Bradford. Yeah, he's cool. just not even yeah. Sam Bradford, yeah. right. But Darren Waller had a really good game. He had uh, three catches for 30 yards. Like, he, he, he looked good. He'll be hurt tomorrow. Well, I do think with Bradbury in the slot, this year they play Waller, they play George Kittle. Like, they play a lot of teams with really good tight ends. Obviously, Travis Kelsey again in Kansas City. James Bradbury, to me, seems like the best option to cover those players. I don't think Maddox can do it. I don't think you want to put Nolan Smith or, you know, Zach Cunningham. Like, that's just not ideal. And those teams also don't have good outside receivers. So I think I, I like the idea of getting Bradbury reps in this slot type of role so that in those games you can use him uh, if you need to. Let's go to Ocean City and talk to our guy Chris. Christopher! Yo, what's going on, guys? Um, what up, uh, Chris? So first off, I just want to uh, sincerely apologize for my outburst last week. Oh, with, uh, no, I, com- I was going to say, Chris, Chris, did you yell at our producer I today? I thought it was or? entertaining, so yeah, it's no, okay. No, it was good, Chris. Don't worry. Yeah, I, yeah just completely inappropriate. as misdirected anger, um, so obviously sincerely apologize to Dan, but obviously guys and the listeners as well um trying to be a better person well don't apologize to the listeners i thought it created great content for the rest of the show so the listeners (laughs) were the were the true winner of that And honestly i'm not even sure you should apologize to dan like i would take an apology just because but i don't think you owe it to anybody else (laughs) (laughs) anyways um so so just moving on um so just just takeaways from the last preseason game so the, the main thing that stuck out to me is that we might have something in this rookie class multiple members of this draft class of flash whether it's Sidney Brown, Eli Ricks, or the higher picks like Jalen Carter, Nicobe yeah. Dean, etc. And so, yeah. it, and and if those guys are able to hit, I mean, we are looking at potential dynasty type stuff. Um, I'm knocking on wood as I say that. <laughs> I mean, then just, just briefly with Mariota, I kind of I like. I feel like at this point in the year, I don't think they're going to be able to do better. And this is where I think the coaching staff is important and being able to leverage his strengths and skill set to hopefully get you through a bridge of one to two games. But anything more than that, I think it's just an unrealistic expectation. And so if we can just use like a West Coast offense, a lot of runs, a lot of short passes, like a lesser, worse team like the 49ers, I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, I think the coaching staff is the reason to say that it might not be as bad if Mario were to go in there. They can game plan around his strengths, his weaknesses, all those things. And and what you said before, and the fact that he'll be playing with AJ Brown and Devontae yeah. Smith and like the starting offensive line they instead of the backups, like it is what yeah. it is. Of course, yeah. everyone that says Jalen's only good because of the skill around him should feel pretty good about Mariota because you know obviously I, I'm I'm kidding. Obviously Jalen's really good too. But the other point you made, Chris, that I think's an interesting one is. Like, you go through the rookie class and the undrafted free agents and the young guys, like, they're kind of all having great camps, especially after Nicobe's play he made for, for James on, on Thursday oh, night. Oh, buddy, I was going like, to like, they, not. It's hard to point to a rookie or a young player and go, oh, they've been disappointing. So it's a, obviously positive for the Eagles. Totally. And then I'll leave you with a question on the running backs. Um, so I was really excited for Rashad Penny coming into camp. Does he look slow to you? He just doesn't look like he has it anymore. And I think we might have to go with Trey Sermon. Um, but th- thank you so much for taking my call. I love you guys. Uh, sorry again. Uh, don't be sorry, Chris. We love you. We would take you over Dan. Don't tell Dan. <laughs> yeah, Justin's okay. on today, yeah. so we're all good. Uh, we're all good. Uh, but um, the running back, I was actually going to bring that up because uh, I, I mentioned before the break I wanted to get in a- your thoughts on that, on mm-hmm. the kind of weird usage. I was like, oh, Penny's not going to play this week, and then he does play, yeah. and then Sermon obviously involved. Swift played in game one, then out game two, game on them, don't play, they do play. Like, it has been a very strange, uh, a very hard thing to kind of parse out. Honestly, if, if, if you told me Sirianni's goal was to purposely just throw Mislead me <laughs> off the scent... <laughs> Then I would believe it. Like, if this is my payback for pointing out that Miles Sanders took a second-team rep last year, then it is it is well-deserved on my part because it is just very hard to tell. Like, so far in camp, Kenny Gainwell has the most touches of any of the, first, any of the running backs with the first-team offense. I simply, even today, Kenny Gainwell running with the first-team offense. I refuse to believe he's going to be the starting running back. I just think DeAndre Swift's better. So I, I remain cautious of that. But – with Rashad Penny, he, he played uh, in the first preseason game. 
He seems as if he wasn't supposed to play in the second. He does play in the second. He plays, I believe, into the second quarter in that second game. I just don't. And he hasn't flashed, to Chris's point. And like, he you hasn't know, flashed. I, you know I how agree. excited I was about Penny coming in here and the, the upside and the ability. Like, you know, and he, look, he is coming off a big injury, as yeah. he always and is. And that's like, always been my thing is I agree with you when you bring up, like, the games he's had that are great. But we don't always going to be off the injury. And also, if you look at his career, out of five years, he's been over 50 yards 14 times in five years. So this is not someone that he has had big games, but overall he's not been consistent. I personally, if it were up to me, I would keep Trey Sermon. And I do wonder, Trey Sermon played a lot of special team snaps in the last game. That's going to be important if he's going to be active on game day. Mm-hmm. Um, he's getting first-team carries just as much as, as Rashad Penny is, and he's under contract. Shout-out to Corey Columbus making this point. He may, it, like They own Trey Sermon's rights a year longer than they own Penny. So I think that, honestly, like the, the better argument is on Penny's side. I'm sorry, Sermon's side. It's just a matter of whether or not they're so excited about Penny still they want to try to carry it in the regular well, yeah, season. Yeah, and it's going to – I mean, look, it, it, Swift, Scott, and Gainwell, you know, they're not the same running back, but they all do similar things. Like, none yeah. of those guys are your belt cow. None of those guys who I – you know, I need – and, it, and it, look, we all know if you need a yard, it's Jalen. Like, that's, right, the, that's, that's the thing your, with yeah. this offense that is different than others. They don't necessarily need that bulldozer-type guy. But, like, Sermon and Penny, like, one of those two guys has to fill a role for this yep. team that they, they need. They need that guy. So it's going to be fascinating to see how that plays out. All right, 215-592-9494. Uh, I see some of our favorites online. We're going to get to the next segment. We have a full hour of calls left to go. We want to talk to as many people as we can about the Mariota thing, about what you've seen so far in preseason, some of the camp battles. Plus, coming up next, it just got mentioned. Elliot's official thoughts. Yes, here we go. I saved this. I haven't talked about it on the pod oh, yet. Waited for Kobe you. Kobe Dean play. Can I, it's a, what a thrill. We get to talk about Nicobe and not totally crap on him the entire time. It'll be great. <laughs> uh, so that's coming up next as well, plus your calls, 215-592-9494. It's Gold Birds Radio from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino and the Bet Parks Sportsbook app is the only sportsbook app that we here at Go Birds recommend. They cater to the real Philly sports fan with best-in-class customer service. Odds, bets, slots, games, it's all in the palm of your hand, and now is the perfect time to make those pro football future bets on the Bet Park Sportsbook app. So many pro football future bets to make right now. You can bet on who's going to win it all, who's going to win divisions, uh, what certain players are going to do, over-unders. So many fun things to bet on here. A couple payouts you could see on your see for yourself a $50 wager on KC to win it all pays 300 but you know why wouldn't you do that you just put 50 on our squad pays 350 an even better bet in my opinion and again you can also bet on pro football futures on individual player performances who's going to win league mvp most improved player defensive player of the year all that and so much more and here's a great deal for you join us right now and download the bet parks casino and sportsbook app New customers make a winning $10 bet. You get $125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. Must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once. Plus, bet golf with Bet Parks. Bet the tournament winner, your favorite golfers, and so much.